Hello and welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends produced by old friends. I'm your host, Mike McFadden. The storms have passed and we're hitting pause on the all lightning round shows for the moment. Returning to our regular format, one topic per person, one opinion per topic. Joining me today are Mike <laughs> Winan and Rob Silver. Hello, friends. Hey, Mike. Hey, Rob. Hey, I'm drinking a hard cider. And it's All right, delicious. thank you. That means <laughs> we've got uh, we've got cool Rob for the rest of the show. I like it. This I one's cool. alcohol. About a ha- half of a can of cider, so I'm feeling loosey and goosey. <laughs> Sounds great. It is time for our weekly update. Let's start with Mike Winant. Uh, Mike, I-, I did some more traveling, uh, which is a novelty this day and age. I went to California, and then I went to a city called Chicago. I don't know if you've heard that. I've been there. Recommend both both uh both Palm Springs and Chicago, good places to be and be from. I've been to both those places and they both are good. My brother worked in the Palm Springs area for five years, so I got to visit there a bunch. I have never been to Palm Springs, but I saw a movie with Andy Samberg that we talked about on this podcast previously. So I feel like I've been there. I've been basically that. It's it's basically that, except I did get to go to forward in linear time (laughs) (laughs) all right rob what about you what's going on uh we are starting to pack up because this is uh, our last full week in the greater austin texas area in beautiful i said the greater austin texas area (laughs) suburbs of (laughs) not even a suburb it's it's only 20 minutes from downtown and it's not even a a world away away. yeah Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> got there first <laughs> try and uh crack that uh, gun safe open have some fun before you leave <laughs> yeah you can't leave texas without shooting an ar-15 right that's the rule exactly that is All actually right. the new rule <laughs> <laughs> they're changing the laws quickly how about you mike what's going on with you man well uh this is the final week of school i'm about to enter my uh, probably 30th summer vacation in a row so um that's what I've got going on. And uh, Friday is the last official day. Tomorrow's the last day of finals. And uh, summer is calling. We're almost there. That is wild that you've only known a life with summer vacations. It's true. And it's wonderful. And I know that a lot of times. That smile people... on your face isn't c- coming right through the podcast. Yeah, I can tell. It's there. It's uh, it's it's one of it's a great perk of being a teacher, and I know some teachers like they, they don't like to brag, and I don't like to brag about it. But I would be deceiving myself if I were to say that I don't look forward to it every year. We work hard all year, and the summer is the time to recoup. And this year, teachers everywhere need the summer to recoup. <laughs> this was a hard year. I don't know if you guys knew about um, what was going on. You guys had a hard year. System. I didn't know yeah. that. Huh. It was tough. What, um, what's, so if students are off for, say, like 10 weeks over the summer, are you off the full 10 weeks or is it a shortened break for you guys? Um, the student and teacher summer break is pretty much the same. Nice. Look at you. It's a good deal. It's a, it's a good deal. <laughs> All right, four gentlemen. Summer break. Time to play yeah, four. It's time to play four or against. One of us will choose a topic. We will yell about it for a while until we decide if we are for or against that topic. You get it. It's the name of the show. I'll go first this week. Gentlemen, um, coming up uh, in about a week, I think June 5th, maybe I might have the exact day wrong, is uh, WWDC 2021 or the Worldwide Developers Conference um, as put on by Apple. Every year they do this um, and they do uh, more consumer oriented versions of this as well to introduce uh, new products, new software features. One time they shoved a U2 song on everybody's phone. (laughs) And um, 
<laughs> an As, album, a full an album. album, a full album. I still have. I, I every time I go into my car, it automatically syncs my phone. We to talked the speaker about system. this like three weeks ago. It's still <laughs> worth know. bringing up. It's uh, okay. It's annoying. Anyway, um, do you guys look forward to these Apple events? I'm sort of a technologist, and so like they're on my radar. And I listen to a couple of podcasts that like talk about these things. Um, I'm I'm not sure if I care about these anymore or not. I'm I'm helping that I'm hoping that you can help me form my opinion. Uh, are you for or against these Apple events? And uh, I specifically chose this event for today because Pat's not here. So we're talking. I was going to say, oh, okay. yeah, perfect. <laughs> not not like the Google versions of that. I want to talk specifically about the Apple events. He would want to talk about like Nokia's Nokia event <laughs> yeah. 2022. Nokia fest revolutionize. So- Let's start with uh, Robbie today. Robbie, are no, you with text messaging. Got now on your phone. <laughs> Robbie, for or against these Apple events? Uh, I, used, I mean, I used these used to be really cool when Steve Jobs was doing them and when the iPhone was more novel than it is now, right? It's ubiquitous now and everyone kind of gets it and the updates are more iterative than they are groundbreaking, which is fine. Like that's I'm not any more creative than they are. Like they're still coming up with cool stuff that I'm not thinking of, but they're all just like slight improvements at this point. So I, I don't care. Like I, I think I always pretty much read the synopsis afterwards, although that's not even true. Like this last software update, it came out of my phone and I didn't read anything about it. And I'm realizing now like, Oh, picture in picture, for example, is one thing that happened, which is kind of cool. And I didn't really, even read up on it. So no, I guess I don't care there. I will care. There's one thing that I've wanted for like the last 10 years. If you get a text message and you read it, but you want to come back to it, you should be able to mark it as unread. And so I want them to do that. If they do that, then I would be for this, but they're not (laughs) doing that. So I'm against. Okay. Thank you very much, Robbie. You used to be more for, but now don't really care will be again if they add in your one text yes. messaging feature. You can reply to text messages now, which is like like that are further up in the chain. That's pretty yeah. cool. That was yeah. a useful but like if I want to, rem- if I like see text coming in and I like want to remember to reply later, Mark does on like an email. Give me that option. All right. Winant, how about you? Uh, these Apple events. Uh, I, I uh, subscribe to the, the life philosophy that people like, but they like. I understand that a lot of people love to follow these things. I, I don't understand the rumor mill, right? Like, is this feature exist? Is this a thing I can buy? Like, because I get the rumor mill in gossip or in sports because it's a narrative, but there's no narrative here. It's a company that wants to sell you a thing. And people love spending time and making podcasts about whether or not they're going to make the thing they want to buy. Um, so I get that they have to do this because they have to make they have to, you know, make excitement for the thing. You can't just be like, yeah, we made a phone. It's pretty good. I mean, by the, that's pretty <laughs> brilliant. That they're able, they, they have rumors going on because that's free marketing and anticipation totally and getting people excite, excited. Totally about free. It. But I don't understand that mindset, but I get that people what, what they like. But Mike Weiner, personally, I, I'm going to buy the thing. <laughs> you know, like I need just it. Just like, tell me what's in it. Tell me what's in it. You know, I, I don't a big production. To, yeah, I don't I don't need uh, Lady Gaga uh, with the intro music and I don't need a national anthem uh, prior to it. Um, and then although I do love seeing like 
those pictures of those really nerdy guys like dancing on the stage at some of these things like um like You're bill gates throwing back up. to the bill gates steve yeah. Ballmer, like from <laughs> the 93 like now, when sometimes you get a windows 95 sometimes you'll get a gym <laughs> like that but uh no generally these things are not exciting okay Mike, I did, did, did you you mentioned lady gaga did anyone watch the friends reunion I did. Okay. Save it. Save it, Robbie. We're save at... it. <laughs> fine. Let's hear. You're drunk. Okay, fine. I'll answer that question. Lady Gaga appeared for the same reason that Justin Bieber did. Because they're famous and it drew eyes to the show, Robbie. No other reason than that. That wasn't gonna be my question. I was gonna make fun of it because it was silly. And okay, go ahead. All right. Thanks, fun, Robbie. <laughs> um, all right. I mean, it's Mike, hard for me to talk when like, I get shut down right away. So, how so am I make that to, like... your topic. Yeah. Stop trying right. to I, will be si- I, will be silent. I will be silent until it's my topic. Go ahead. <laughs> you don't have to be silent. Just contribute to the topic that we're talking about. Stop I know, wedging. You're but a, a conversation. Like he brought up Lady Gaga. So I'm like, oh, I've got an anecdote that I'm going to share about Lady Gaga. Like that's how conversations work. You can talk up, you can branch out and talk about other things too. Playing a game. <laughs> okay, I I retract I re- redact my Lady Gaga comments, which didn't even appear. Go ahead. Noted, Mike. You uh, were saying that sometimes there are gems, and I think that that's true. And I think that is the reason to look forward to these because every now and then something comes along that just blows you away, and it's super cool, um, whether it's intentional or not. <laughs> it makes the event worthwhile. Um, I have also recently, uh, within the past year, started listening to a podcast called the Accidental Tech Podcast, as uh, recommended to me by uh, my friend Kevin Gloaz. And these guys have an entire show mostly about Apple rumors, but um, they're like super smart. They're all like developers themselves and have like successful, you know, businesses. Um, one of them has created a podcasting app called Overcast. And I think before that he was instrumental in Tumblr. So like these people like know what they're talking about and they get deep, deep into the weeds. And much of their content is fueled by speculation about what's going to happen at these events. I don't think I care about the events, but I care about the speculation about the events. It brings me satisfaction. Uh, it brings me joy, and I think for that reason, uh, I I am for these events. Yeah, we're just waiting for uh, Balmer to have one of those uh, those uh, Janet Jackson nipple slips on one of these <laughs> things, and then yeah, that'll be make it all yeah, worth it. That's I totally what we've waiting for the uh, costume <laughs> malfunction from Steve Balmer. <laughs> all right, Mike, let's move on to you. What is your topic for today? Yeah, yeah. As I mentioned uh, at the top of our call today, I I flew on an airplane, um, which is a novel experience. Uh, once again, what was once uh, trivial and commonplace uh, felt still kind of feels kind of strange. Uh, but it's the third time now that I've flown uh, since the pandemic began, starting to creep back into those old uh, habits and. Uh, the things that I'm beginning to notice is, is these airlines are starting to promote their frequent flyer programs again, because people are going to start flying some more. I think it's going to be a backlog of a bunch of trips that people want to take. Flying is about to become very expensive. Um, I'm curious from you two guys, do you like these frequent flyer programs? Do you have a frequent flyer card? Are you buying into the AA Advantage Mileage Plus a preferred companion pass. Is this something that you chase? Do you chase that dragon? 
I'm going to start with uh, with Rob Silver because I want him to be included in the conversation. I value his opinion. Is there? <laughs> I appreciate that. Is there a downside to frequent flyer programs? Are there cons that I should be aware of? I have an opinion. <laughs> but I, I want to like, hear yours. I mean, I it feels like you should do it because you can get free flights if you're can already. You? Gonna, if you're going to fly, you might as well get those points. Because then if you fly enough, like you don't even need to try to fly more. But if you happen to fly enough, then you get a free flight. So four? I feel like this is a trick question. Have you have you ever gotten a free flight? Yeah. Oh, well, what's that like? It's great. It's a good feeling, isn't it? Is there, <laughs> uh, yeah, I still don't know if there's a trick to this. I'm four. Go ahead. Your turn. All right, Mike, are you uh, are you four against frequent flyers? All right. Well, I, I'm waiting on bated breath to hear what you have to say, Mike. <laughs> but the only time I've ever obtained a free flight uh, was when, for some reason, I decided to enter into the Spirit Airlines <laughs> program and uh, <laughs> procured enough points for twenty-one dollars worth of airline flights. <laughs> one, one way ticket. They they said that it was worth up to like three or four even like five flights but then when you looked at what you could actually get from your points to trip you know conversion there was literally like the math literally didn't exist so like, I think <laughs> it was just a blatant lie uh, or like maybe at one point at some like you could i don't know but like i couldn't find anything to even get me a round trip or let alone um you know <laughs> five round trips um though i did go from uh Chicago O'Hare Airport to Robbie's bachelor party using my frequent flyer miles Spirit Airlines and it was for the most part a good experience you were delayed for a couple hours I I was delayed for three days (laughs) that's Spirit Airlines advertising slogan it's like you're going to be delayed, but we'll eventually get you there. Probably. Yeah. Like, if you need to <laughs> get from point up. A to point B and you don't require human decency, come we'll give it to you or food. your money back. Yeah. We'll get you there. So, I mean, I think which that is that funny, was... by the way, as a side note, I did not make it to your bachelor party, Wynan, because I was booked on Spirit Airlines, I think, and they canceled <laughs> the flight. And there was no follow up flight until like two days later, which would have been the day that your bachelor party ends. So, yeah. I think that's the last best... time I ever booked on Spirit. <laughs> They have an our bad policy. (laughs) (laughs) Half Um, off if we decide not to go. (laughs) Right. So I think here's the deal is a lot of frequent flyer mile programs are designed to get you to sign up for the credit card or to get into the rewards program so that they can bombard you with emails. And most people, maybe not most people, a lot of people never realize the benefits of their frequent flyer you know, of the frequent flyer program. However, um, when I was young, my dad traveled every week, Monday to Friday, he was either in Minneapolis or New York. He used to actually have an apartment in New York because he was there five days out of the to week. Visit his second family. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's a separate his issue. That's a separate issue. Um, but because he traveled so much for work and his work allowed him to, you know, accrue those frequent flyer um, miles, we would get to actually travel like without any cost to us. It was one of the perks of his, you know, place of employment. And that was great. And so um, without those, we probably wouldn't have been able to go on the family vacations that we did. Um, We wouldn't have got to meet his second family. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) just kidding. My dad only has one family. Um, 
And so I, I thought that that was a good thing. It, so it, it really depends. Like I'm a teacher. I travel zero for work. Uh, and so like, I, I'm not in a position to really benefit from these. There's like this community online that like hacks credit card programs in order to rack up frequent flyer points. I tried to look into that and I don't think anybody's actually seems right it. up your alley. Mike. It, yeah. It's definitely in like the wheelhouse of things <laughs> that I would get into, but it was like too complicated. And like, you're going to end up hurting your credit score. Although they promise that it's really not going to hurt you that bad, but then you're going to end up paying these like annual fee. Like you have to like make that your thing. And I wasn't ready to make that like the one thing that I was known for. It's like, it's a full-time job. It's not an NFT. Come on. It's not an NFT. No. So I think, I mean, I think they're fine. I want to know why, why they're not fine. Mike, take it away. Uh, You know, I, uh, I think we've talked on this podcast that I'm a big fan of civil aviation. It's a marvel of, of technology that uh, we're able to travel. Human ingenuity. As yes, it's the way that we do. But the airport is is the one place where not billionaires, but millionaires and the regular people are are forced to come together again. And and therefore, they've built this structure of of um, of statuses so that we could be returned to our statuses in the real world. It's it's, uh, you know, you're shoved in there. It begins with TSA pre pre-check which is thank god i have it because the only time at the airport that i don't feel like the sorriest human in the world um it's 50 dollars, and as long as you haven't committed any violent crimes you get to skip the line for five minutes from but from that moment on you are you know we are back at that you know the feudal caste system that we have so come to believe that we've shed ourselves in the rest of society when it's not true uh because we've got the diamond medallion and the premier platinum and executive platinum class. When I was flying from Palm Springs, there were 11 different boarding groups, 11, because everybody from a different left area has to feel just a little bit better than everybody else. I don't even think there was anybody in 11. They just want to say, well, at least I wasn't in the 11th group because they just want to take that little bit from you and squeeze you into that tin metal can because you know, if they play their cards right, they might do exactly what what Mike was saying, and that you you start wanting a little bit more of that status. You feel subhuman sometimes being on these airlines where they shove you in there and you're stuck next to the crying baby. But hey, you know, I'm Premier Bear Executive Class Plus, and so I got <laughs> to board the plane before I couldn't shove another bag up in the front and they had to check it. Um, or one day, maybe I'll get to go behind those glass doors and into the into the Admirals Club where I can have unlimited P- Perrier and you know middle shelf vodka like that's what we strive for. And it's all an illusion. It's all an illusion. We're just trying to get from point A to point B. Um, you know, I have no loyalty to any of these airlines, although I do put my number in every single time. I have 97,000 air miles, which sounds like a lot on American, 97,000. And I'm not close to a first class ticket. I'm not close to a first class kick in the teeth. Why like 97,000 is meaningless. Does that like get you a normal ticket? It doesn't get you, I don't think it gets you anything. It gets you halfway to Duluth. And then you huh. got to 
find your I think own you way could get a, uh, a, a subscription to several magazines <laughs> yeah, yeah. about how to how to you know earn more using the american airlines credit card um no it's all a sham well, you make by the way you make good points about everything but i don't i think you're mixing up two issues like that class system and frequent that's flyer programs. To do with the frequent flyer yeah, program. those are two kind yes, of separate that's things. How you that helps above. elevate you. That's how you elevate. Like I, I don't have, I don't have any exist. status on any airlines, but I do have frequent flyer miles that have been redeemed for free flights. Yeah, but but there's always somebody ahead of you. There's always somebody in Premier Plus. There's always somebody in First Class. They have the gall to call the sorry people economy. You know, that's a not so veiled thing to say that they're the economic engine, a.k.a. the workers, a.k.a. the proletariat. I say that the economic class of America should rise up or until I get enough flights that I could be in economy plus and then I don't give a shit about those people. Did you just turn into Pat Lothian for communists? All right. Well, Mike, I'm not convinced, but uh, I appreciate you sharing Economy your, class your position so passionately. <laughs> thank you, Bernie Sanders. All right. Against. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Let's take a quick break to not hear from our sponsors. Let's skip the sponsorship this time. Whoa. Let's just go right on to our next topic. It's not like our sponsorships do anything. Hey, where anyway. is that black on black hat at foragainst.com slash shop? <laughs> My topic is McFadden creating a three- four again shirt for my daughter four four he should do that <laughs> <laughs> okay my next topic is home swimming pools i thought it was gonna be friends no it's, it's written home in the swimming pools. all right was, no i i was interjecting with a comment <laughs> because lady gaga made an appearance on the friends show because you mentioned lady gaga not that that's my topic and see we can't even talk about it now because you said no shoo shoo rob you wanted to interject and have a conversation. We're not doing that. You so have we're talking to about pay home swimming pools. For, you need Diamond Premier Plus class. <laughs> yeah, yeah there is a four against elite status. <laughs> You're not there yet. Okay, well, let's so run right, I, have a quick, I have a question for you. Are we yes. talking about anything other than a pool that a homeowner has? <laughs> it is a large pool in your backyard, and it is permanent. So below ground generally below ground yes so you are excluding above ground pools permanent above ground pools from this conversation it just to keep it simple let's talk about below ground holes in the ground in your backyard all right all right would you like to go first mcfadden go for it all right well my uh older brother now is a homeowner with a pool and i think that that's great (laughs) that he has it and that he's my brother and that i will get the benefit from it but not have to worry about any of the um you know hassles of pool maintenance i don't know what's involved in pool maintenance but i can't imagine that it's nothing i think it's probably (laughs) something uh especially you know living in the midwest it's frozen outside for you know four months out of the year. Probably can't just have a pool with water. You probably have to do something. I don't know what that something is. So I don't want to learn it. You're in favor of your brother having it, but can I be more specific? If you are the homeowner who has the pool, are you for yourself having a pool? Uh, well, I feel like I was giving serious thought to the idea of an above ground pool, which we already precluded from this conversation. 
because I know that a, an above ground pool is not as good as an in ground pool, but I don't think they're as expensive as as like you might expect. They're terrible. Have you been be. in one? I have been, and that's the reason that I was thinking about it because like I had that assumption that an above ground pool is going to be terrible. But let's think about what you actually want to do when it's hot in the summer. It's August. You just want to get into cool water and just sort of sit there. And it's like a good way to cool off. And I felt like an above ground pool would be a convenient way to have the luxury of taking a dip in your own yard. Uh, but then my brother got a pool. So I'm like, screw that. I don't need to go <laughs> learning pool maintenance. I'm just going to go to his house. So I think I am for pools, especially now that I get to benefit from it without having to deal with the pool at all. Yeah, so you're kind of skirting the issue. So I think yeah, I'll jump in here with my topic because it's my turn and I can do whatever I want. You absolutely can. Yes, you can. It's your it's your moment. So Try. I wanted to take it from the perspective of you having a pool in your own backyard. And I am okay. so against this because it would be such a pain in the ass. I think you're absolutely right. In a hot, On a hot summer day, you just want to lay in some not so cold, but relatively cool water. Just refreshing you do, water. <laughs> you could do that with what we talked about maybe a week ago, which is like buy yourself an adult inflatable kiddie pool for a hundred bucks. And for me, that serves exactly the purpose that I want. I don't need to be able to swim. I just need to be able to sit and wade. And that's Robbie, good enough for me. Can I ask you a question? And Please. I think I know the answer to this, but I want to hear it from you. Do you like to uh host gatherings uh in another life sure yeah not no. COVID, but like I, I know for a fact that you have hosted new year's eve parties yeah you've had people over for events that was a yeah. long time ago but yeah right but okay i know it's it, kids. It, it's but... kind of a pain in the ass if i'm being honest about it <laughs> all right well i'm just saying if you had a pool you could have a pool party and that's a fun party to have you're the cool a dad party now. to host yeah and you're then i'm the one responsible if somebody gets injured or god forbid drowns Liability. that's on me i don't oh, want that such a and, and i also don't want <laughs> I, I now have a two-year-old daughter who's running around i don't want to have to think about like taking the extra protection and always have an eye on her in, in the back like in the backyard she can run around and do whatever she wants without me being like a hawk laser focus on her but if there's a pool in the backyard i am not moving my eye off of her for one second because god forbid she falls in game over like take that pool out of there so no uh no too much work to clean up every day every week whatever you have to do too much of a risk and not worth it because i could just sit in the kiddie pool so for all those reasons and more i am so against all right michael I was in uh, Palm Springs last week and um, this house I was staying at with my dear friends didn't just have a pool. It had two pools. What? Yeah. Yeah. It had a front yard pool and a backyard pool. Wow. And I got to say, I mean, aside from context clues, it's exactly what it's described. You show off the neighbors. There's a pool there and then there's another one. And it's a hell of a feeling to go be sitting in a pool uh, Thursday you're not working having a beer and go you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go (laughs) sit in the other pool and then going and going to do that it's a great feeling pools are terrific they're excellent particularly when it's 100 degrees but you hit the nail on the head they're great when they're not yours (laughs) um just like a friend with a boat is way better than a boat a friend with a pool is way better than a pool uh i got a friend of mine who is um uh sells life insurance and if you have a pool you it, you're uh 
your uh, premiums immediately go up because bad things can happen in pools. They happen more often than you'd want to know. Your fears are warranted. Uh, They're probably a pain in the ass. Um, I I see no benefit to having my own pool. Just start making friends with people who do against. (laughs) All right. Perfect. You guys want to come over to Bill's house? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I do. All right, Bill, we'll see you there. I'll be there in a couple weeks. Uh, Let's move on to our lightning round. Mike Winan. Yeah. You're taking the lead here. We um, We talked about. Uh, frequent flyer miles and, and yes. uh, status, uh, airline mm-hmm. status. And it's one way to get uh, what the, they say in the marketing parlance of brand loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a subject that uh, people are, are starting to think about and people spend a lot of money to generate brand loyalty. In fact, I dare say that your first topic about the Apple events also are something be- to talk about brand loyalty. But the brand loyalty truly exists, or at least with my compatriots here. I'm going to go with Rob and then Mike uh, in five different areas to see if you have brand loyalty in these uh, consumer products. Uh, we'll start with soda. Do you have a brand loyalty or it doesn't matter at all when you get a Chicago style hot dog and, and a fountain drink? Do you have loyalty to a brand? Uh, against, I'm a water drinker. No. Um. I cannot tell the difference between Pepsi and Coke. No way. Really? Yeah. I, uh, I, that's too so, bad. They so have no. very different aftertastes. No, Coke is, or Pepsi's for when they don't have Coke. That's what that's for. But this uh, I, Pepsi's better. Well, I also, I also have a deviated septum um, from getting uh, hit in the face a lot as a kid. So, well, as a result, I have not only a limited sense of smell, I have a limited sense of taste. Am I doing that thing you, where I'm you, ableist again? Have you had the only? <laughs> have you had COVID for 35 years? Uh, I may have had, yes, I may have COVID for 35 years. <laughs> All right, automobiles. Are either of my friends uh, buy American or bust? Uh, you know, Rob, you've got that car for a while. Are you going to stick with the brand name? Stick with the stick with Detroit. I do have a Ford. Uh, I like it. I. But I don't feel loyal to it. No, I'm against it. Just give me the best car at the best price. Against. I have driven a Jeep for the at least past, oh, I was going to say 10 years, but now it's I'm realizing it's probably closer to 15 years and maybe even 20 years if I count the Jeep that That's... I drove that belonged to my dad. So I guess I am pretty loyal. Uh, however, it's waning because... I would really like to drive an electric car. And so if Jeep comes out with an electric Jeep, then they'll they'll win me back. I'm being yeah. pulled in other directions. And if not electric, at least more fuel efficient. But like I'm still getting, well, I guess my Jeep is 16 years old. So I can't <laughs> complain too bad about the 15 miles a gallon that I get. But uh, they need to do something from an environmental standpoint to, to get me back on their side. That but I'm optimistic that they will. That F-150 looks pretty pretty nice. But yeah, not the topic to if I was staying in yeah, right. Buda, I would get the F-150 Lightning. But I'm not staying here. So it no can power your house me. for three days. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, running. Wait, so, wait, what about you? We, we haven't oh, no, I have no... I really like my Mazda, but it's because the best car at the best price. That's right. Did you have a Cola exactly loyalty? Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, Coca-Cola is the right Coke. Then RC... <laughs> And RC? Then, RC Cola. Pepsi, no Pepsi's one, trash. I, I didn't even know they made RC still. Roll no Crown? Actually Man, it's, it's regal. RC Cola. Give it a try. 
give it a try in a styrofoam cup, even though it's against, if you can, you know, <laughs> dig one up in a landfill, uh, and, uh, with some pellet ice and RC cola on a hot day in a swimming pool. That's not your own. Oh man. Pellet ice is a good call with soda or yeah. pop. If you want yeah. to call it that the clearer, the better. I don't know how they do it, but, uh, <laughs> that's the best. Uh, running shoes are we a nike men are we a D- adidas people do you not care is it just the right shoe that fits your foot your weird shaped foot rob uh why do i have a weird shaped foot well i think if you find a <laughs> shoe that is super comfortable then actually that makes a lot of sense to be brand low it's like i know this is comfortable i know this works and my current running shoes are nikes i like them a lot so i would probably get the same nikes again unless something awesome showed up and i was like i gotta try this but so yeah four four i have become loyal um to my brooks running shoes as recommended to me by uh track assistant coach charles Acasilli. what are you working with ghosts gts the uh i believe they're ghosts and uh there, there's one what words are you guys saying ghosts. they're brand names it's a, no it's a, it's a model make, make models a, yeah wait so what's the brand, brand. Brooks. Uh, Brooks. B R O O K S. Yeah. They're, they're, they are a running shoe. They don't do other Ooh. types of shoes. And it's like good. Nike. Like they the look like old Nike. man shoes, but I also. Uh, own them. I disagree. I don't think they, they, they look. They're not quite old man shoes, but like they're definitely running shoes. You can't really rock them with right. like an outfit. You look like an, idiot. <laughs> like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. I, I so the problem mind. with Nike. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm Rob. against because like you're. I'm intrigued. Like these have really good reviews, and if they're made for running, like maybe I'll try them. So yeah. See the problem that I have with Nikes is they all look like they should be good athletic shoes, but most of them are fashion shoes, mm-hmm. and uh, then your feet just end up hurting. And I don't know. The See, past couple of years, my feet have been hurting. Yeah. I do have weird shaped feet. My glycerin. Feet that was the that was the other model uh, that I don't have. But my sister in law wears them, and she swears by them. My I do have weird shaped feet. My feet are very flat, and so I had to find the right shoe because uh, and I I wear the the Brooks GTS with like a twelve millimeter drop, but sometimes I'll, I will wear a run with like a uh, a Nike shoe with a zero drop to mix it up because then you don't get the same pounding. So What's I the, do have brand loyalty because of my old like decrepit body. Shoe, oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. So my old decrepit body requires that I do indeed have brand loyalty for shoes. Uh, insurance. Do you in, do insurance with the same company? It's your, do you get those bundle deals, Robert? I am also not brand loyal. Give me the best coverage for the best price and I will swap in an instant. And I have. So against. I uh, am similar to Robbie in that I am looking for the best deal in best coverage. I don't want just like just the best deal because <laughs> like, you can you get some insurance. It's super cheap. Place. Yeah. Um, however, I am uh, loyal to the company that can get they can take care of all or most of my insurance needs. So currently for me, that's Erie insurance, which I, I found through a broker and like they're, they're fine a guy in an alley. Good. <laughs> yeah. And, and like they take care of uh, my uh, renter's insurance, my home insurance, my car insurance. And, and like I have them all in the same cycle too. So uh, like, 
one time a year i just take care of all my insurance stuff and i could i could see sticking with them but if my broker found me a better deal i would not hesitate to abandon erie uh in a heartbeat once again i'm going to change my mind i'm actually <laughs> i'm actually for being brand loyal because i'm remembering so i had state farm as my home as my condo insurance and we actually had a claim that we had to file for we had a uh, uh, our basement or not basement, our bathroom got flooded and it did some damage and they covered it swiftly, easily. There were no issues. Like they just like they heard what the issue Which was. Which bathroom fix and broke? Was it the bidet? <laughs> it was. Yeah, the bidet was at fault in this case. And so they and they issued it. So like that makes me like, holy shit, State Farm came through and did what they said they would do. And it was super easy. So all else being equal, I want to stay with State Farm next time. In this particular case, I had to switch over to landlord insurance because I'm converting my place to a rental unit and State Farm would no longer cover that in this particular case. So I, I went away from them here, but I would definitely go back to State Farm in the future. So I'm for brand loyalty here. Uh, agreed. You both are right. And <laughs> Was that the last one? Wasn't that only four topics? That's five. Oh, no. Five. Computers uh, and phones. <laughs> phones. Would you ever get an Android all ever in your life, Robert? No, very brand loyal here. I'm going to keep my iPhone forever. And in terms of computers, because you said that too, if I find a computer that works really well and it's time to get a new computer and it lasts a long time, I'll get that same computer or the new version of it. I'm going to take a slightly different take. Um, as a PC user for about 32 years uh, of my life, I switched over to a Mac about three years ago. Whoa. And... Uh, was fine with it and, <laughs> and i like the mac experience but uh i'm i'm not so pot committed to these operating systems um as some people are because to me like you're really mostly using this the computer for the software that's running on top of the operating system and like there are some aspects of the os that uh, that are nice like i like the docked sidebar, and I like some of the things that sort of enhance the user experience, and I like AirDrop like a lot. But like, I could certainly imagine a scenario in which Apple stagnates and the Windows does better, and the Android phones, you know, add some you know uh, compatibility features that make it a better experience. I am not close-minded uh, to the idea of switching to Android and back to PC at some point, though right now, Mac is the superior product in my opinion. Uh, I use PCs in my home life and a Mac in my work life. It infuriates me, although, because uh, I, I don't like my Mac. I've had it for a year and a half. I think I'd get used to it, um, but I could never, ever uh, use an Android. Um, I can't be a, a Pat Lothian green texture. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, there, there is some debate about Apple creating, um, iMessage for Android. There's no technical that, reason that they couldn't do that. Yeah. Pat's already, but there's a lot of money. I think. <laughs> but if you, if you could be a blue boxer on an Android, would you do it? Mike? I might consider it. I might, <laughs> I just might. All right. And that's why they never will. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Mike. That's it, everybody. That's the show. You can find us on Instagram at four against pod. Tell a friend, a family member, an aunt, an uncle, whoever about our show. Subscribe if you're not. Write a review on Apple Podcasts, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. 
just old friends on the podcast we build a defense on ridiculous topics are you for or against discussing random issues man the show is immense so tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence man we debate a lot issues boy where do we start adults who drink milk and self-driving cars you listening now to for or against so turn the volume up this is for or against